Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. She walks by, the men folks can't help it. It's okay, so I was reading about a um, serial killing. It was in 2016 in Michigan. A little light reading. I don't know if you remember it or not. An Uber driver lost his shit and started shooting people. Ooh, no. Okay, so he's an Uber driver, and he was acting weird. He was 46 or something like that, yeah. and he was trying to pick up a fare. Uber was fairly new. It was in Cal- Kalamazoo, Michigan. Couldn't find the fare in an apartment complex. Eventually just starts shooting at this woman and these kids. <laughs> The woman's shot four times. She lives. Then he goes back out and takes more Uber rides. And the, a, a guy calls him in. They're like, oh, he's in this car. And he's driving erratically. And they're like, okay. So then he calls his wife. He, he gets in a car accident. He screws his car up. Calls his wife. Meet me at my parents' house. I'm going to give you a gun. He explains to her that he's going to do something weird. But just uh, keep the gun and watch the kids. Then he gets in another car. And over the next four hours... He takes a bunch of Uber rides, and in between, he kills seven people. Oh, my God. No, I am completely unaware of this. And they were like, oh, he's a spree killer, and then somebody called him a serial killer, and I was like, wait, maybe he is a serial killer, because between the shootings, he shot a father and son at a uh, an auto dealer, but then he took some more Uber rides, and some of the people getting in the Uber were like... <laughs> They're looking for an Uber driver in an SUV. <laughs> Is that you? And he's like, no, it's not me. Uh, oh, that's, and he well, drove them around. What would you think if you got in? You know. You and then he killed some more people, so he kind of was a serial killer because well. he'd cool off between shooting people. Oh, I thought you were going to... Oh. What? No, I thought you were going to... Uh, Anyway, I just thought that was bizarre. That is super bizarre. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Well, it, you know, you and I have lots of serious discussions when it comes to this stuff, and it's like, yeah, you know, the the people who just go out and murder people, they're you know they they they've cracked and something's gone wrong. With he said their it life. was the he claimed it was the Uber driver app had taken possession of his soul. Oh well, that course. was his initial. Argument. Of course, that's it. So, uh, um, but he, it and it's like, and I'm not saying that it's forgivable. But unless it's a crime of like passion, things get out of control in the moment. You know, if you're putting any pre-thought into it, you're just it's no. Just it was per- it was premeditated. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah anyway, horrible. life sentence. They threw away the key. Well, that's good. But anyway, we had a nice Christmas in Virginia Beach, and um, the uh, the holiday seasons are almost over. The holiday season's almost over, and I say fine. <laughs> I'm okay with it well, being it's, over. I, I mean, you again, you and I and, and our other friends have discussed this. We're at an age where it's just like I have not I've not felt Christmas Eve at all this year, really. And <laughs> and and it's just like it's you, not you, that you, I don't you, like Christmas. Yeah. It's not, I do. And well, I the, the kids and stuff down at Virginia Beach kind of got you. Yeah, in the mood. that was fun. We we went. We tried to go to mass. Um, Christmas Eve night, and we got to the church. The at church five. didn't fall in, and no <laughs> lightning strikes, no so nothing. My brother gets there a half an hour early on regular Sundays. We got there at five for the five o'clock mass. I was wondering what he was thinking. We got there. He went to park the car. It was five deep in the back of the church, and he used to volunteer at this church. So when he came up and he motioned to me, he's like, "Get those two, come on, let's go." And I was like, "He's going to take us to some room where the cool people know <laughs> and go." And, and we start going down the hallway i'm like where are we going he said we're leaving if god wanted us to be at this mass there'd be a seat for Isn't us that's funny but you actually you got credit jack well <laughs> you're not catholic but you got I, credit. well yes 
I have not been to church on purpose in a really long time for a variety of reasons, which I will not get into at this point. But um, I was uh, willing to do it, and I was willing to go, and because I even was like, up until they, we, you know, were like, okay, we're walking out the door. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah. And I and I was like, we got there, and there was no place to sit, and I'm like, okay, fat ass, you can do this. <laughs> you can stand in the back of the church for the 45 minutes or an hour. I was or hour so long. relieved when my brother said we're going. <laughs> I too, but I was I was uh, committed. I was committed yep. to the to you the get thing. credit. You get full. Credit and for like trying. I said, I, uh, there were no lightning strikes. The church didn't fall in. I didn't burst into flames. So I was surrounded by the goodness of the Lord. You and were. I made it through. And it's always, it always feels kind of Christmassy to get it, to. Well, church, I you know. agree. I agree. But and, you know, it's I. I have. Well, we're not going to get into my uh, mental fights with myself about religion and going to church on time. Uh-huh. But anyway, yes. And uh, but Wait, we had a, my brother was watching my nephew's giant German Shepherd Otis. He's beautiful. Which you really enjoyed as well. I did enjoy because he's was, no puss. He's not a scully. Yeah, as a puss. he's not as well, He's a big as a doggy. Puss. He's a humongous dog. Same coloring as the German Shepherd I had as a little kid, but uh, her name was Precious. Her name was Precious, <laughs> but she was not nearly as big. This dog was huge. He weighs ninety pounds. Yeah, he was. He's got to be bigger than that. But he was fun to play with and stuff. But he just was not interested in me at all. Yeah. I mean, hi, go. Can he walk away? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was not interested in playing at all. Well, this week we're going back to cold case files. <gasps> And this one is, if I have it correctly, it's season three. Season three. Episode 20. Episode 20. Cowboys on the Case. Cowboys on the Case. On the Case. And we're in Green River, Wyoming. It's August 1996. Is that the same Green River? No, that's that's Green River, Washington State. I thought that at first, too. This is Wyoming. Green River Killer was up uh, near Seattle. Okay. And um, Washington State has a huge number of serial killers. I don't know why. But uh, whenever I hear Green River, it makes my skin crawl. Okay. So it's Green River, Wyoming. It's August 1996. And a man has just called into the police on his cell phone saying that his wife and son have just fallen off a cliff. And he can't get down to help them, but he can hear them gurgling. And it's very fucked up right from the get. A man had called in on a cell phone stating that his wife and child had fallen off of a cliff. He went on to say that... Uh, he didn't know if they were dead or not, but he could hear them gurgling. So that was Sergeant Kevin Alvater from the Sweetwater, Wyoming Sheriff's Department. The man on the phone says his name is Bob Duke, but he cannot give the cops a precise location as to where he is. After 40 minutes, the police finally locate him. On the rocks below, they can see his wife, Leanna, and their five-year-old son, Eric. He tells the police that they chose the clifftop location for their afternoon picnic and that Eric was chasing lizards over by the edge of the cliff and that when he went back to his car to get a drink, he heard his wife call him. Well, I'll let Kevin tell you what he said. His wife and child were out on the point. His child was chasing lizards. He had went back to his vehicle to get something to drink when he heard his wife yell his name. He went out onto the point and found them missing. He looked over the edge and saw the bodies. We see there's a lot of loose rock right at the edge of the cliff. And of course, when I saw the picture of this, I'm like, why would you take a small child there? Nobody. That's a... Immediately, people are like, this makes no sense. You're going to have a picnic at a cl- the edge of a cliff 
with a five-year-old and the well, mother. Well, I guess if you're like, you know, out, if you live in that area, I guess you don't look at it quite the same way. Because me, I'm like, that looks dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, looks very, it looks very perilous, like rock slides and things can happen. It's, it's very, it's part of the undoing of his case. So Bob Duke tells the police that he couldn't find a way down to check on his family. However, the first responders say that's not the case. We went about oh, 30, 40 yards north and walked down the hill to the victims. It wasn't real easy. It was pretty steep terrain, uh, very rocky, a lot of loose rock. Uh, but it wasn't that difficult. We've dealt with worse. So that was Lieutenant Doug Stewart from the Green River Fire and Rescue Department. And he was like, I was not that hard to get down there. We've seen a lot worse. And within a few minutes, we were down to the victims. And by that point, they were dead. And everybody is wondering what is going on. Everybody has their suspicions. Nothing about the accident scene seems right. This is Lieutenant Robert Clevenger. He's from the Green River Fire and Rescue as well. It just didn't seem right. The whole whole deal, the whole situation was not right in my mind. So the fact that it was not difficult to get down to the victims Didn't was the first red flag. Didn't he say it was like, like they could it, it just, they, they just walk they just walk to the bit, right and then they could just walk down. Yeah. Yep. And the second red flag was the fact that he was completely nonchalant and unemotional. He was talking with the first responders in a very casual manner, not at all upset that his, his wife, wife and, and child, child have fallen to their deaths not too long before. He seemed very nonchalant at the time. It's begin with I was attributing it toward shock but the more conversation that I I listened to him have with with other people I just it it didn't sit right with me common sense also tells the investigators that no mother in her right mind would ever take their five-year-old child to a location <laughs> like that. And, I mean, would we, your mom ever bring five-year-old no, Jack Evans to the edge no, of a cliff no. and she, say, have she, a good time? No, no, no. She she knew, well, I, I was a darter. I was a, I was a skipper and a runner and a, yeah no 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 so so that's what i'm saying the picture of this cliff that they were on it looked like it was ready to crumble at any second it looks, anyway it looks incredibly yes. dangerous i don't know what this guy was thinking well we know what he was thinking <laughs> well we, we learned what he was thinking <laughs> so without any evidence to the contrary it's labeled an accident and the case is closed and Bob Duke gets a $60,000 life insurance payout. And I, I you know, I got to If I were the insurance company, I would have been all over no, that no, shit. No, 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 but I I I I guess I guess I'm just too greedy. I think that that's the best thing. I'm too greedy. The 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 mother of my child and my child, and I'm only going to get $60,000. <laughs> now, I know that that sounds fucked up, but I'm thinking Sixty thousand dollars, even even in nineteen ninety six, isn't that much. And I, and I know that I have a twisted way of looking at this, mm-hmm. and I, I apologize to all of you good folks out there for <laughs> thinking what the hell's wrong with him. But well, my point is, is is like it's not that. It's sixty thousand dollars. But even for two, your wife and your kid, well, you got, you're killing see, you're them for. Putting, see, oh my see, god! Here's it's the difference. See, this is what's so interesting. See, you're looking at it as. Uh, 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 moral and what is good and what is bad and murder and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm and and while I agree You're with you, what, I, re- step back. I re- <laughs> agree with you. I agree with you with all of that. I'm colder and and more you know. And I'm thinking sixty. That's a car, that's not even a car. No, well, it's not a good car. Even well, yeah. yeah. So I'm like sixty thousand dollars. I mean, that's that's. 
that's a couple of years at best if you were frugal yeah. with it you know like it's, I, I it's, just I, I just don't I I, I know yeah. that I know that that sounds so cold yeah it's nothing you can go through sixty thousand dollars in a, in a but month I'm like he's no problem he wanted out of his marriage okay. yeah Without saying it, without giving anything away, he had decided he didn't want to be married, have a kid anymore. Yeah, is what he decided. That's exactly what. It so was. that sixty thousand dollars he got from the life insurance was just basically icing, in yeah. my opinion. Now that is worth absolutely nothing, right. as I want to say. But <laughs> I just for sixty thousand. Right. Okay, well, okay, case, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The case stays closed for two and a half years until the police are contacted by Duke's best friend who wanted to tell them about a conversation he had had with Duke several years earlier. It's the fall of 1998, and this is Robert Brauberger, and he tells the police that Duke had called him and offered to give him $20,000 to shoot his parents. He says, well, I want you to do something for me. Like, what are you talking about? He says, well, I want you to kill my parents. And he offered me 20 grand. He goes, I know you need the money. I'm giving you the first offer, the first you know, shot at this. He goes, whether you do it or not, it will be done. This might have surprised him if it wasn't for the fact that a few years before that, he had also called him up and asked him to kill his wife and son and make it look like a random shooting. And he says at one point, shoot as many kids in the neighborhood as you need to make, to make it look it, random. So this is this is something that I find very humorous. So and, and I know it's twisted again. I'm really not looking good in this particular one talking about myself. <laughs> but um, Bob. Yeah. Bob. Bob and his well, wife. You just say and, asshole if you don't want to remember his name. <laughs> well, you know, Bob, in the way this this story is going, he's a good guy. Yeah. And he's got the wife and the kid. And Robert Bau Baubegger mm. is be is going to be portrayed as a loser, as a in my research, a drug dealer, a drug user, yeah. an addict, etc. etc. Uh, et is that what I don't know so, anything about him. Right. So in my research we we discover that Bob and Bob and Rob and, and Robert had grow had been friends, mm-hmm. but it was funny because Bob was was the was the successful one. The cl- no, clean cut looking oh. one, and Robert was kind of like a partier, drinker, carry he looked, on. He you looked know. it. Yeah, he he lived the life that you know that. But so it's very interesting to me. And we've discussed this in other episodes where the bad guys, uh, the, the 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 seeming people, the loser seemingly good guys, is the bad think guy. that the bad guys are all morally bad mm-hmm. so because uh Brauberger took drugs and had you know some minor run-ins with the law and stuff like that he was willing to kill right so that is very interesting he to just me. made that presumption oh well uh, you'll, you'll, you'll shoot well you we did this in other drugs. episodes where they're like yeah 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 I'll, I'll get that 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 woman in particular oh it's all coming back right, right. she just assumed the woman who was the bully in high school would kill oh, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. for her and, and she know, was like okay and then, then we she went right one to the not police. that long ago where the guy in the bars bragging to the other uh, who's yeah. a biker and the biker's and like i don't kill people yeah he told the biker he's <laughs> yeah he's like and he just i just killed somebody i've never yep. killed anyone it was those serial killers right, in right. phoenix so so my point is is it's really funny to see that the the, the presumption standing looking one mm-hmm. has the presumption that oh because you uh do drugs and you you know look a little scrungy and you, mm-hmm. you know, ride a motorcycle or whatever you're willing to murder somebody you that is very interesting okay to me. okay well, that's you might, you might wonder why Brauberger didn't go to the police immediately after the accident with the wife and his son, and here is his rationale. He said, okay, how much is it going to cost? He goes, I'll give you 20 grand. He goes, I'll leave you 22 out behind the shed. We'll be barbecuing Thursday. 
shoot me in the arm, try to miss the bone, shoot my wife and kid in the head and chest, and take out as many neighbor kids as you need to to make it not look so isolated. And I told him, this is, this is, out, this is out of line, it's crazy. And then on the third, third and final time he offered me money to kill his wife and kid, I told him, you need to do yourself a favor and get a divorce. Uh, you know, because this is just unacceptable. It's, you can't just go around killing people. If I went to the police, it would have been my word against his, and I would have been attacking, you know, someone, verbally attacking someone who just went through a personal tragedy. And he would have known that I suspected that he was, that he was behind it. I don't know about that. I don't think this guy's a stand-up dude, as you just indicated. He kind of isn't. But anyway, now the cops ask him if he will make a phone call to Duke and see if he can get him to talk about the murders or the attempted murders, and he does. What was the plan, then? As far as, like, uh, signal? Like a flow, like... Uh, that's just... That's something... Uh, I don't know yet. It, it's going to depend, you know. I mean, it might be something like, you know, if the porch light is off, mm-hmm. turn it on. Okay. I mean, something simple like that. Isn't it going to be like loud? It's going to wake the neighbors or nothing, is it? No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So they set up a phone sting to see if they can get Duke to talk about the murder of his parents. And by this time, Browberger calls him, and he's a little more enthusiastic about it, but now Duke has changed his mind. He doesn't want Browberger to k- kill his parents. He wants to kill his parents. Well, I w- in my research. Oh, all right. I will actually. I will let you. No, no, no. So in my research, uh, Browberger was taken out of the equation, and uh, I think they said that they would have used him as a lookout or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah, he was. But it was Bob and his brother. Mike. Holy shit. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay, all right. The Duke boys. We're going to kill their parents. The Duke boys were going to kill their parents for their money. Okay, well, we'll do that in the wrap-up. So that audio gives Browberger's story some credibility. He was worrying it's just my word against his. So now the local authorities contact the FBI and... This agent, Don Scott, with the Bureau, he immediately finds a motive. Since 1996, Duke has been living off that $60,000 insurance payment, and that money is almost gone. So he stands to collect more insurance money if his parents are killed, and I suspect their estate Estate, as well. Yes. So they feel the best thing to do is have another phone sting and get Duke to discuss these plans more thoroughly. So this time, Browberger calls him, and he's a little more enthusiastic about getting the 20000 Remember when we talked before about the 20000 for killing your parents? Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm thinking I might want that. Do it. So in January of 1999, federal agents burst into an apartment in Houston, Texas, and arrest Duke for conspiracy to commit murder. Four months later, he pleads guilty and is sentenced to 10 years in a state penitentiary. So now they're looking at the accidental death of Duke's wife and kid. This is Patrol Commander Tim Merchant, and he was with the Sweetwater Sheriff's Department. Well, I actually didn't think I could make a case, but considering the fact that Mr. Duke was probably lying about what happened at the scene, then we had a homicide. They didn't have a lot to go with, but it just seemed like Duke killed his wife and kids for the insurance money. So the case against Duke is far from perfect, right? but the prosecutors find that it's beyond a reasonable doubt their argument. They even 
take the jurors for the case out to the cliff so they can which, see for themselves. Which was a, a great idea. Dunk because once you know, anybody, once you see, you it. would never take a child. And and once they saw how easy it was to actually get down to the bottom of the cliff face, too, on right. top of everything else to get to the, where the victims were, it helped them come to a conclusion. In August of 2002, his trial begins, and they rely heavily on the star witness Browberger and his testimony. Any reasonable person who goes out there and looks at this crime scene is going to know that Leanna Duke, on her worst day, would not have allowed her son to get close enough to the edge of this cliff to fall off accidentally. And that's the case right there. So that was extremely succinct. No mother, even on their worst day, would ever let their child get in that situation. It defies all common sense. That's the case right there. The trial lasts eight days, and the jury comes back very quickly with a guilty verdict for murder, and he gets life. And that's fucked up, and I suspect you're about to blow me, blow yeah, my right, mind right, with some facts. Right. So, the, because of the way that this uh, this uh, thing that we watched was was worded or phrased uh-huh. or whatever, Pared down. this was actually the second court case. Oh, the second time it went to court because the first time, uh, Bob and his brother, Bob and Mike, uh-huh. when when uh, Browberger went forward and said, "This is what's going on," the first time Bob and Mike went forward, Mike got life which would have equaled 10 years and then with good or yeah bob would have gotten 10 years and with good behavior whatever would have been on seven and mike only got i think it was like 21 months or something like that and he was out and the whole time the parents larry and roberta no no not our kids there's no way they wouldn't do that they're good kids love is blind i guess browberger is an addict Prowlberger is a bad person. We are teachers. We are standard, you know, we, uh, were, we are high standing members of the community. This is not, no, our kids did not do this. Wow. They did. Well, they tried yeah, to anyway. They did. So, um, so when it went to court the second time, because Prowlberger found out that uh, Bob was going to be getting out of prison and he freaked out. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's going to kill me. Yeah. He's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. So they went back and they totally redid all of the evidence. They went back and looked through everything. They re-interviewed everybody. And it was like just the most minute things of wording and stuff like that. And then they were able to get the bodies exhumed of of the of the wife, wife and, and child. child. Yeah. And the, all of, of course, that didn't accomplish anything because it, it was just standard with the with the a, a bad fall and the 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 phone conversations that they had were were just ever so slightly incriminating not not and then it I went, thought they were pretty incriminating well there were a lot of phone conversations and one of them Don said well you killed your wife and kid anyway or something uh-huh. like that no no I did not and it it, yeah. it, it it's just yeah uh. uh Larry Duke did actually die of natural causes in 2019 and in the obituary the survivors include his wife and his sons Mike and Bob oh god so they so, put him in the so obituary. Even, even in the obituary, they still, you know, they, they still, yeah. yeah, they, they still, didn't disown them. They didn't disown them. They should have. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wonder what Braumberg is up to, you know? Braumberger is, has kind of turned his life around, so to speak. He's, you know, people don't necessarily have to be pillars of the community to not be bad people. Right. He is living his life. He's married. Apparently, he's no longer an addict. He's good. no longer doing drugs. Good, he's, good, good. Life is, is not. Is, he's is, back on is, track. Is looking yes is not looking bad 
So when they went back to court this, you know, this final time and uh, Brauberger told all of this stuff. And then, of course, Bob was saying, oh, I love my wife and I'm so sorry that I lost my child. And this is this is just not, you know, this is this is uh-huh. not what happened. You know, all nobody's having it. And apparently Bramberger was wearing a bright yellow work coat like uh-huh. one of those fluorescent. Yeah. And he said he wore it specifically so that when Bob would Bob would see him, there's no way Bob. Wouldn't see him. See him in the in, in the, the in the in the, in the courtroom? courtroom in the courtroom, and that he uh with w- when that happened after this uh, court thing, Bob was given six life terms, four of them consecutive, and all of this came about after the time when Bob was trying to kill his wife and his kid the first time, and he yeah. reached out to Bamberger, and Bamberger's like, "No one's going to believe me. Right? I am a nobody. I'm I don't uh, have any social. My word against his word. Yeah, it's He's my the family word guy. Word, and you know they're an upstanding." family and all this kind of stuff and his dad Bromberger's dad knew somebody who worked in the police department that's right and he took him to him and he went to him and he the the officer was uh, interviewed and he's like he knew he was telling the truth he's like because he was nervous as all Uh (laughs) smoking cigarettes and he told and it was like two or three hours just the basic explanation and he was the one who was like you need to get him on tape right and then they took it to the FBI and that's what turned into the uh, all of the uh, phone trying to get him on the phone and everything they got enough on him I'm just glad they got him I'm glad they got him and terrible thing i can't tell you how many times men have tried have pushed their wives off of cliffs and been like i i don't know how it happened and and they go back and there's like there's no way she slipped off this cliff she landed 50 yards away from it she was clearly pushed and and this guy with nobody in their right mind would have a picnic with their five-year-old on the edge of a cliff and right yeah they 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 do these stories i'm like how i mean and and he almost got away with it and i I always say just leave just Just leave leave. just leave leave. i mean i know you're gonna lose money i uh, you know what but it's that you've literally lost your life trying to get out of yeah. this. So uh, again, the uh, the parents, the Duke's parents, firmly stand behind their kids. Yeah, no, well, no, no. This is what happened. It's a parents' and love. They have a what I don't want to say they're pariahs, but in the in the community, people can't. I, I wouldn't you know, be friends yeah. with them. I'm like, and, and and Bam Bauer was saying that half of the community is like, "How dare you do this and ruin that family?" And the other half's like, "Good for you." How you, dare these people forgive their sons? Right, or not believe so, the police? So, so this small town, this small Kinda community, divided. This is one of those weird things. And you know, because because I always think about this as if it was me. <laughs> so first of all, if I tried to kill my parents and my parents found out about it, they'd literally kill. Kill you. <laughs> be, be, yeah, they kill me. But like my family would have disowned me. Yeah. There's no way well- you know, would not be Frank, Frank would have stayed by your side. No, he would Frank not. Would, Frank no. wouldn't listen to these Are people. Are you kidding He's me? He's like, if you say you didn't do it, Jack, I'll be no, with no, you. No, no, <laughs> no. No, no, See, that's one of those things. Like, <laughs> I couldn't say to my best friend, Frank, I didn't do that. Bullshit. You're lying. Like, no. See. No, if you didn't do it and he believed you. No, no, no. Yes, but if, but you if you believed me. You know, I'm just but kidding. Yes, but again, I, 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 would, I had that. Well, first of all, I'd never want to kill my parents. But that's that thing that I look at, like... Your parents are that stupid uh-huh. that they really think, you know, because, all this is made up by the yeah, police. Because Bob was a carpet layer and he had had a good reputation as being a hard yeah. worker. 
Uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. Really? Yeah. I just it just amazes. It really does it's amaze just, me. It, it never ends. Really but anyway, that's the story. Uh, thanks yeah, for listening, sad, guys. And it's um, very, just, thank God for the, that. They're, they're, that there, there are, are good people. There in the are world. people like <laughs> you know, like I said, what we were talking talking about, talking about earlier. He was he's not an upstanding citizen. He wasn't but a he's great like, guy, but he did I'm the, not gonna kill somebody. But he did the right thing. Right. He, he did the right the, thing, and I I I, I thank applaud you for him. Listening. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. Yes. And like and share with your friends or more of that. Good night. That someday.